Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies and moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leaders Podcast. This is Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III, and I want to thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. This is where we equip, inspire, and expose you to some of the greatest minds and strategists and movers and shakers on the planet. Of course, my co-host, Dr. Steph, my amazing wife. Hey, honey. Hey. Our objective this month is to help you navigate life through a pandemic. It is something we had never imagined we'd be in right now. Right. It's been a lot of shifting, a lot of moving, and we've dealt with really how to work through our family and our homes and how to create kind of an environment and home that's healthy and and do those things with our children and family that perhaps we have not done. And now we have an opportunity to do those things and pay attention to those things in our home and I'm so grateful today because this is a discussion, honey. I think, you know, we talked about a lot. This is something that's right. on the forefront of uh, Church Fit International, this whole mental health uh, issue. And now more than ever, we're seeing people who are really struggling with mental health. And when I say that, people often think, well, wait a minute, am I on, on the spectrum? Am I like going crazy? No, right, but right, the anxiety, right. we're seeing people. Yeah, the anxiety is real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's something that I think we need to address head on mm-hmm. and just to really have a real robust conversation about because we really want people to really know uh, that there are things you can do. There's help available for you. And we want to dive like head first into this discussion because we've got a lot of questions and we have a tremendous expert with us today, Dr. Vanessa Elliott Bell, who I'm so incredibly thankful for. She's a clinical psychologist in the Nashville area, and she is a tremendous resource, not only to our ministry in Nashville, but to others and even at Vanderbilt and a lot of things that she's doing. Vanessa, we appreciate you being a part Dr. Bell, welcome to Next Level Leaders. Thank you so much for having me, um, Bishop Walker and Dr. Steph. Really appreciate having the opportunity and the platform to discuss mental health, and especially in this season, the season of uncertainty, to discuss anxiety and call it what it is, and to be able to provide some very, you know, to have a very frank dialogue about it and provide some practical tips and strategies that the listeners can um, and when they need to. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being a part. You know, the Bible says, man born of a woman in Job of a few days mm-hmm. and full of trouble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's some trouble we just inevitably know it's going to happen. Nobody anticipates the level of trouble and stress and uncertainty that we're dealing with right now. Nobody saw a pandemic coming that would shut down the whole world. The whole world. Right. Um, I want to dive head in on this and ask you, what are you seeing out there? First of all, tell us about some of the things you're seeing people wrestle with, because our listeners who may be dealing with some things often may think that they're dealing with it in isolation that nobody else. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm the only one. Maybe I got to get something wrong with (laughs) the way that they're feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Talk about some Mm -hmm. of those, some of those things that people are manifesting now. Well, I, I think as 
individuals, as adults, we like to feel like we have some sense of control over our um, status, our environment, our decisions. And this has just been a season where we've had to relinquish that control because we don't know what's coming. And people deal with uncertainty in a number of different ways. I think they are beginning to cope the way they have coped with things in the past. If you have someone who has a diagnosed anxiety disorder, this has been on their radar for years, they might know that they're more anxious when things are uncertain or when there's change looming. And so those persons might find themselves having trouble sleeping more. They may have trouble with breathing or actually having panic attacks. And that's a way that they have responded to uncertainty and crises in the past. And so we, we see some of those same patterns of behavior occurring. But then there are others who are just dealing with this. They've never been diagnosed with like an anxiety disorder. But this level of stress they're experiencing can cause some of those same physiological reactions in their body so that they're not sleeping as deeply and aren't waking as well rested as they might have before. Not knowing what's coming, what's certain, you know, what's coming might lead them to engage in their own coping strategies that have been helpful in the past. You know, if they're grounded in a faith, then they might rely more so on prayer and meditation to get through. Some people cope by connecting with others. And I think that's what's made this pandemic particularly challenging in that, you know, I can't just call up my best friends and say, hey, meet me for dinner and let's get together. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Because that traditional way of connecting and going to church and touching and agreeing and praying with others, we don't have that at our disposal. And so, again, people kind of rely on things that they have used before to cope and whether those things were healthy or whether it led to a diagnosis of an anxiety disorder and maybe they have medications that they've been on before. I mean, I think we go to what's familiar. What's important in seasons, though, is even though we can't go back to connecting, it's important that we still connect. You know, we've got social distancing protocols but that doesn't mean that we have to be isolated. You know, I myself had a Zoom happy hour. Now, I'm not a happy hour person, but this was an hour. I got on a Zoom call and I connected with several girlfriends and it was so refreshing. It helped to ground me. It helped to connect me with what I know. Um, a coping strategy for me is laughter. I love to laugh. And so having this hour where I just retreated to a room in my home and I was able to just talk with my friends and, you know, laugh the way that we had. So for that one hour, I was not obsessed with or consumed with media and the reports and the stats of the day, but I have to get back to what grounds me. Love it. Love it. And so can you also touch on this whole feeling of feeling overwhelmed, right? So people have been going to work and sending their kids to school and living their life daily. And then all of a sudden their lives are twisted and picked up and thrown back down. And now you're, you find yourself at home all day. You got the kids. Now you're not just working from home in your business, but now you're a homeschool teacher and now you're the cook and the <laughs> chef. And, you know, now you're doing all the dishes and washing all the clothes. Like now you're everything to everybody. And, and you're suddenly, you know, some people might find themselves overwhelmed. I know for a minute I did. Like, how do you, what do you say to people who are feeling that way? Yes. Well, I, I look in the mirror as you were going through that list. So I was like, has she been watching me right. all day? <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, I think it's very real that, you know, one thing I've heard about this pandemic is that it's 
you know, the, the great equalizer, everybody's experiencing um, some of the same things. And right, just that list right. as you were reading it does um, present the way we've all had a shifting in roles and responsibilities. And I think it's, you know, one of these things where you, you go back to what grounds you and you still have to find a way of taking a step back, taking a breath, breathing, putting on your own mask before you try to step in and do all of those things that you just recommended. So it may be, I think, one thing that helps families and helps individuals is to have some structure. Mm-hmm, and so maybe mm-hmm. the family awakened at, you know, set 6 p 6 a.m. previously, but now maybe you need to wake up at 5 a.m. just so you can have that moment of grounding and prayer and just spiritual renewal mm-hmm. before you have to tackle all of those things that you're doing. Carve out time in this structured day to get away and take a walk around the block to connect with girlfriends or, you know, some of your college buddies just for a quick call, maybe 15 minutes, but those 15 minutes may be just what the doctor ordered in that moment. Mm-hmm. We've got to find ways of accepting this new normal. That can be hard because we don't know if it's going to last another two weeks or a month or even longer. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. the important thing is to take it day by day. You know, when I try to think about this family reunion we're planning in July, that's just too overwhelming. So I really need to step back to <laughs> April 1st, April Fool's Day, mm-hmm. how I can help my son have some laughter when I trick him about something. You know, staying in the moment, staying present and staying grounded, I think is what helps you to deal with this feeling of overwhelm. Because otherwise, your mind will just continue to spiral. And the more you're watching the news reports, it will just continue to feed that level of anxiety and worry. I think that's so, that's so profound and such great advice. You know, they say often when you fly as much as I do, they always say in the event of an emergency, you know, put the mask on yourself first Mm -hmm. and then on your children. Mm -hmm. And often our instincts are, we got to take care of everybody else and, we forget to take care of the yes. very person who's going to be responsible for doing all this other stuff. So I think that's great advice in terms of really carving out that time for yourself and build yourself up so you can actually tackle the day and accomplish the things you have to accomplish. Let me ask you a question. I've been sure. really thinking about this, um, you know, watching everything and about communal grief. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of loss, loss of uh, jobs, yeah. people losing time, people losing clients, losing just a lot. And, what, what yeah. would you say about that? Like, uh, we have a, a world in grief. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, we may not yeah. realize we're grieving because we're in, we're yeah. in preservation mode right now. Everybody's just scrambling. Grieving, yeah. But when when we come off of yeah. that enzyme, when we come off of this this Hi. adrenaline, mm-hmm. you know, and we finally realize, mm-hmm. wait a minute, like we lost February, we lost March, we yeah. lost April, we could have lost May. You know, like, yeah. how do you process that? And yeah. what would you say to people in terms of walking through that? Well, I think I would have the same advice for the person who's grieving all of these very tangible lifestyle experiences or graduations or, um, you know, mm-hmm. proms. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same way I would talk with someone who had lost a loved one. And in this season, that's a reality, too, for some people. Yes. And, you know, the bad part about this pandemic is even in that greatest loss and losing a loved one, we can't fall back on our traditions and what we know and the experiences that usually help us get through those times, like coming together and having a memorial service and eating with the family afterwards or mm-hmm, sitting and visiting. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. don't have those traditions and those tools that have gotten us through before. So this is what we would refer to as more complicated right, grief right, right. Um, in that process. 
But just as I would tell those families who were grieving prior to this pandemic, you know, grief is not something that we can rush through. I think it's a great lesson in patience. We really have to learn to take one day at a time. Eventually, we come to a place where we have to accept the loss and try to adapt and adjust given the new circumstances. For example, it was, as I read an email from Vanderbilt University to a body of students about graduation being canceled, that broke my heart because I'm such a person who's into rituals, and so I can appreciate what that loss must feel like. Mm -hmm. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, you know, it's a new normal. And so how do we adjust to this? How do we adapt? You know, what can this class do recreate some sense of community and get through this period and what can they have to look forward to on the other side of this and I think that's what we all need to bring into our conversations we will get through this our world will look different and what are the experiences that we're learning as we're going through that will help us to be better on the other side Dr. Steph, you mentioned a while ago about becoming a homeschool teacher. That's the new role I've had to take on. But it's allowed me to, you know, really learn how my son reacts to academic information outside of a parent-teacher conference and Mm -hmm. outside of Mm -hmm. the one hour of homework that we may do in the evening. And so I'm watching him process information. I'm watching the way his brain works. And, you know, it's just amazing to see some of that growth that I have been missing all these years that he's gone away and has been taught by others. So that's a part of this experience that I'm choosing to focus on. You know, we're cooking more together as a family. You know, what are these new experiences that we're having or, you know, having more time to engage in as a family? What are the positives that we can point to? in this season. Sure, sure. No, I think that is so important. One other topic I would love to just touch on, however briefly, is one of my concerns is individuals who may be suffering with depression. Yes. Because here we are being forced to Mm self-isolate and isolation brings interrogation and interrogation then leads you down these dark rabbit holes and people aren't able to see you, to check on you. They just know that you're posting happy pictures on Facebook or on Instagram or what have you. And that's not necessarily your your real existence or your real mood, but they would never be able to know that. Mm-hmm. Like what, what can we do and what do you have to say about those individuals? Well, I think that in any situation where there are concerns about a friend or a loved one who may be depressed, as friends and as family members, we really want to make sure that we're continuing to check on them And it may be that they don't answer their phone, but continuing to send them positive messages through text messaging or leaving voicemail to let them know that you're still there and that you can help to provide a sense of hope and connection for those persons. If, you know, at any time you're concerned about a loved one who is isolated and you're just not able to get through, if there is a concern about suicide, then there are resources within the community that you can call to ensure that person's safety. The other thing is if it's not at that level, but you're concerned about depression in a friend or loved one, or maybe yourself. I think this season has opened up a number of unique opportunities to reach out and connect for help. Mm -hmm. So whereas I might not be one who would pick up the phone book, make an appointment, go into a clinician's office for whatever reasons or whatever barriers, There are a number of therapists who are offering online and telephone counseling sessions Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in this season. So that might be the way in for a person who's been struggling with some depressed mood and anxiety through the years to begin to reach out to someone. 
these therapists have the same rules of confidentiality as it would be if you walked into their office and there are the governing bodies of our professional organizations have relaxed some of these rules to make it more available to more people. If someone out there is listening and you're concerned about, you know, how do I find someone? How do I find, you know, where do I go? I think a great resource is psychologytoday.com. And on the left column, there is a place where you can search for online phone counseling or, you know, reach out to friends, family members, your employee assistance program at work if it's offered. And you can also get resources and referrals. Again, a lot of counselors and therapists and psychologists are offering online counseling services at this time. Well, I tell you what, Dr. Bell, we really appreciate uh, this discussion. You have been incredibly uh, practical for us and helpful. And I think so many people are out there right now just trying to navigate through this space. Right, it is all right. of us, even the best of us who feel like we we have all the answers. Yeah. It's important, and I'll say transparently. So as a spiritual leader and a pastor, I, I have my moments, you know, mm-hmm. where I feel vulnerable, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. inadequate, you know, and uh, uncertain about losing certain levels of control in certain areas. And so I think everybody has those feelings. And I think our takeaways today is to know that you're not alone and to know that there are some incredible resources available for you and to understand that when you present in a particular way that you're not by yourself. Uh, We uh, hope to encourage people on this podcast to know that we will get through this. And uh, you have been so, so enlightening for us to know that there are resources like you've shared today. And uh, we just appreciate you so very much. Thank you. And honey, this has been amazing, right? No, for sure. Very informative, tremendously helpful, especially right through here where people are searching and looking for answers. Yeah. And I think it's critical now for all of us, you know, to really buckle down, stay home, Mm -hmm. continue to maintain social distancing. And no social distancing doesn't mean relationship distancing. As long as there's technology, you can FaceTime friends. It makes the world much smaller. You can go right on, you know, know, on one of those apps and talk to groups. And like you've mentioned, Dr. Bell, have your own happy hours with your girlfriends (laughs) and your dudes, you know. And that's so so important, you know, letting that creativity come forward to build community and, and understand the new ways of creating community and when those things that we've held sacred no longer are there we can still find innovative ways to still maintain community yeah. and by maintaining community I'm an advocate that you maintain sanity so right right um, yes and I'm just so thankful for technology in this season you know mm-hmm. if I think about 1978 and my oh, grandmother's my. household how that would have been a very different pandemic yeah, experience yeah, very one different. other resource if I might add is an online app, and it's Calm, C-A-L-M. And if your Mm -hmm. listeners Mm -hmm. would just Google Calm, take a breath. So this, these developers have put together a number of different, just in the moment, I just need to breathe. I need some help. I need some help with sleeping. But there are a number of different videos and just moments, recordings where you can just calm. Yeah. Whether that's your beginning your day or ending your day. I think that's just a great resource to have in your back pocket at any moment. And that's free. You don't even have to, you know, make an appointment with one of these online therapists, but Mm -hmm. that's a resource that you can um, utilize in your homes this evening. That's great. 
Well, thank you so much for being a part. We really appreciate you and your time. We know how incredibly busy you are, particularly during this time of right, year. Right, right. But thank you so much. And of course, we really appreciate all of you that have tuned in. And of course, share with somebody else. We know this is a critical area. And uh, we hope that you will continue to stay uh, faithful listener to Next Level Leaders Podcast. We've got some incredible things coming your way. Let's get through this together. We will survive this. We'll get to the other side of it. And we're going to navigate it. We're going to live and we're going to succeed. Yeah. Absolutely. Together. We are Absolutely. better together. Love Thank it. you so much. God bless you. Thank and God you. bless each one of all of you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcast or download it. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.